Hey, you guys, this is Kristen. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 12, and I'm super, super, super excited about today's episode. Um, I am going to be talking in honor of National Daughters Day, which happened to be yesterday, um, and I have no idea how it slipped my mind. Like, my husband even picked up on it before I did, and I was like, oh my gosh, mom of the year over here right now. I cannot even believe it. But anyway, um, and so I was like, you know, this was something that's been swimming around in my head, just the thoughts and things that I wanted to share. Um, Um, So I thought now would be a great time to share it in honor of National Daughters Day. So if you have a daughter or if your daughter's grown or um, you guys are all daughters, so um, especially if you're a woman listening, so you can probably relate. Um, And so I'm going to be talking to some of those girl moms out there um, and hopefully give you um, a little bit of advice, a little bit of value um, and kind of make you um, maybe just think a little bit about what it's like to be a girl mom. And hopefully you can relate in some way or maybe I can inspire or encourage you in some way through today's show. Um, So I am so excited that you guys are joining me. If you guys don't mind, if you could Um, if you don't mind, give me a five-star review. I know that sounds petty. I'm asking for you guys to give me a review. Um, but the more reviews that I get, the more feedback that I get, um, and the more people that subscribe, um, the higher my ratings get and I can go out and reach more people. That would be extremely helpful and I would appreciate you so much. So don't forget to share this to your Facebook or Instagram stories. You can tag me at Morris Kristen. And I would love, love, love to share your stories to my stories. Um, And don't forget to let me know um, what takeaways that you have gotten from today's episode. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started and talk to you guys about what it is like to be a girl mom. So you guys know that I have two little girls. Um, Growing up, I remember wanting to, because I was um, one of three girls growing up, and we fought like crazy. And I don't know if you, if you guys have sisters, if you're, if you're a sister and you have sisters and you just know that the drama that comes with girls, um, it is real. It is a thing. Um, and you know, we just, we fought like crazy. Um, my, my real dad, my dad that, um, my birth dad, um, I had found out whenever he passed away, he passed away when I was 10 years old, um, and did not know him very well. Um, and that's a whole story in in itself that I could share later on. But, um, i had found out that I had another sister, um, that was older than me that I did not know that I had before. Um, and so I'm actually one of four girls. I have three other sisters. And so being a girl mom or being a girl that's in a family, like I just, I empathize. (laughs) And so I remember growing up thinking, I don't want just girls. Like I want a boy and I want a girl and I want, I want a mix. I don't want just boys. Like I remember thinking that. And of course, you know, we can't pick what we get. Um, and God has plans for us. But anyway, needless to say, here I am. I have two girls. Riley is 13 years old and Sophie just turned eight. Um, and so, I am and have experienced quite a few things in the last 13 years of becoming a girl mom, um, and I just want to share those things with you. Um, and I'll tell you, 
Ronnie and I get the question all the time. Like people will say all the time, oh gosh, you only have two girls. Like, are you going to try for that boy? And we're like, uh, no, (laughs) negative. We're good. We think we're fine. You know, when you have two girls, um, often it gets pretty real and pretty sassy up in the house. So we're like, "Mm, you know, I don't think that we need to try again. So no, the question is that we are not trying for a boy. Now you never know. God might have other plans, but that's where we are in our journey. Um, so I first want to share some things that you absolutely need to know if you are a girl mom. Um, and if you are a girl mom, hopefully, um, you can relate if you're a new girl mom, maybe some of these things will help you, um, as you are preparing for your future. The first thing I want to share with you about things you need to know about being a girl mom is they are extremely messy. Like, believe it or not, you would think that boys were way messier than girls, but that is not true. My husband tells me on the daily, now mind you, he is a twin. He has a twin brother, so it was just he and his brother. And he tells me all the time, he was like, you know, and he'll walk into the girls' rooms. And Riley is like super, super messy. Like, she's the messy, like water bottles everywhere, chip bags. I know this is gross. I'm telling you guys my secret. So please don't judge me as a parent. I'm doing my best. Um, but she will go in there and we're constantly like on top of her. Riley, throw your trash away. Riley doesn't, you're not supposed to be eating in your room, you know, but she's 13 and she does it anyway. Anyway, my husband will walk in there and he's like, this is disgusting. Like, this is so nasty. And he'll tell me, Sophie's the messy, like just stuff everywhere all the time. And we have to get on her about it too. But he was like, you know, we weren't this gross. (laughs) He tells me that all the time. He's like, we were not this gross. Like, I don't understand what is it with girls. They are nasty. Um, And so girls are just messy. And something else you need to know is they are never, ever, ever quiet. Like they never shut up. I, oh my gosh, you guys, we will be riding down the road and Sophie is just talking 90 miles a minute. My mom tells me that I came out of the womb talking. Like I never shut up. I think I was talking at like six months old. And she tells this funny story about whenever I um, was in a grocery store one day shopping with her and she had me in the cart and I was little. I don't remember how old I was, but I was little and someone walked up and she was like, oh my gosh, your baby is so cute. And I was like, thank you very much. And she looked at me and she was like, oh my gosh, she can talk. And my mom was like, "Uh, yeah, she's been talking for forever. Well, apparently those genes run strong. My kids don't ever be quiet. Sophie, most of the time, if you guys watch any of my live videos, you probably know um, she is my auda- my audacious one, my very outspoken, loud one. Um, but she talks all the time. Riley, she's a little bit more reserved, but don't let her fool you. She talks nonstop. We're going down the road, and I literally cannot get in either a word. Sometimes I'll find myself going, can y'all just please, just please be quiet so that I can think. Um, you know, grocery shopping, I can't figure out what the heck I'm doing because they just talk all the time. Next thing I want to share with you is they steal your stuff. If you haven't experienced this yet, you better get ready because Sophie will come in my room. She will steal my jewelry. Riley has gotten to the age now where she's starting to fit my clothing. So she wants to steal my stuff. Like she's like, mom, I love those shoes. And I'm like, I know they're cute, aren't they? And she's like, "Mm." next thing you know, they're gone. 
you know, they steal your stuff. They steal your food. Um, I don't know if moms can relate, but you guys, do y'all have a stash? Like, do you have like a snack that you hoard and you hide so that your kids can't get it? Um, my husband, he, he does this a lot. Like he has little, and I, I will literally just open up like a, a closet or a cabinet or something. And he has stuff shoved in there, like things that don't belong where they're supposed to go. Like he just puts them anywhere just so that he can hide it from the girls so that they don't steal his stuff because they literally do they steal your stuff sophie wants to steal my makeup she wants to steal my nail polish i don't think boys do this i don't think they care like girls are just a thing um and something else next thing i want to share with you is that puberty is oh my word hard I did not know how hard it was going to be until Riley started going through it. Um, And I will tell you, not only is it difficult in the fact that you're having to deal with their emotions and their sass and their bipolarism because one minute they're happy and the next minute they hate your guts. But even just teaching, like, when is the appropriate time to teach them to shave their legs or shave their arms? Or, ooh, we don't need to wear that bathing suit anymore. That's not appropriate. Like... (laughs) You guys, the struggle is real, and I'm constantly on the daily asking myself, like, mm, I don't know if I'm doing this right or not. Um, yeah, puberty is difficult. Like, boys, I know they have their share of problems, but girls, Lord have mercy. Like, you know, that talk about when you're going to start your period is really, really, really hard. Um, you know, just, it's it's difficult. Puberty is difficult. Something else I've learned is that you have to be very careful because your children, your girls particularly, are not always going to be like you. I'm going to say that again. Your girls are not always going to be like you. Neither of my girls are like me. Neither one of them. Uh, And it took me a long time before I realized that because I just assumed they have my DNA. They have my blood. They clearly are going to be like me. No, no. They're also half their daddy and they are also, they have his genes and his family and they're not always going to turn out like you. So when I say that, (laughs) I want to tell you this because I find myself a lot of times saying, I don't know why she's like this. I wasn't like this. Even her fashion sense is different. And I'm like, we're we're at the store the other day. We were shopping for clothes. And I was like, oh, Riley, this is cute. And it was like this really cute cardigan. Like, you guys know teacher style. Like, I'm totally like that. Like, a cardigan speaks to my soul. Anyway, I was, <laughs> we were in the store. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Riley, this is precious. Like, this is so cute. And she just looks at me. I'm like, what? She's like, mom, I'm not wearing that. I'm like, it's cute. What's wrong with it? She's like, No. <laughs> She goes, you would wear that. I'm not wearing that. And so she walks over and she's got like this totally different fashion sense. And I'm looking at it and going, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Like, that's just not cute. It's kind of ugly. Like, they're just not like me. Now, Sophie, on the other hand, she is my press pot. Her fashion sense is completely different than her sister. Like, she is my girly girl. She is, you know, want to dress up with the glitter and the the sequins and the, you know, the dresses and everything. And Riley's like, just give me my leggings and my t-shirt and my hoodie. I'm good. Their fashion sense is different. And, you know, boys, they're kind of easy. Like, you, I feel like you can throw on a polo on them and some shorts and you're good to go. Like, you don't, you don't really have to think about it. Girls, you got to, like, you know, you, you, you got to find that bow that matches. You have to, you know, especially when they're babies, you, you want to, you want to coordinate all their little accessories and everything. And that gets complicated and pricey. And it's just, it's overwhelming. And then nine times out of 10, the kid doesn't even want to wear the accessories that you think are cute. So you struggle and fight with them about that. 
the boys they're just like you know just give me my my duck boots and my um and my my t-shirt I'm good I'm good girls are hard but I will tell you that they are very it's rewarding having girls you know I I'm starting to learn this and that that's something that I have prided myself on prided I don't know if that's a word proud proud myself I am proud of myself. Yes, that's better. I am proud of myself for the way that I I react to or I guess the way that I approach the different stages that my children have been in as they've grown. Um, you know, a lot of parents, they feel like they have to... Well, I'll tell you, this is a struggle that a lot of parents have, a lot of moms especially. They will say... Oh my gosh, whenever they're older, this will be easier. Or, oh, I wish they were little again. You may have found yourself like kind of saying that. I I never, I may have imagined it a, a time or two, maybe th- thought it a couple of times, but I've always been proud of myself because I really have been able to, I don't want to say bask because that's not an appropriate word for this, but I want like, I've been able to just enjoy each stage of life that my children have been in as they have grown. You know, when they were little, I enjoyed the little cute little things that they do. And I love pulling up all the videos and stuff. And I look at Sophie when she would say, like, um, you know, all of her quick-witted little things that she would say. Um, and I can't think of one right now to share with you. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Your kids probably done the same thing. I, I enjoy looking back at those moments but not going man I wish they were little again because I really do genuinely love where they are right now and you know Riley has gone through she went through those preteen phases where or that phase where she was very awkward and she's still kind of growing out of that phase but um it was it was difficult for a long time and she's gotten past that and I'm starting to notice that the maturity that she has, even at 13 years old, is similar to the one that I had when I was that age. And I love it. I love it because I'm able to sit and talk with her. You know, we're going down the road and we're just having a conversation, like a real conversation. And I also, in that, recognize that as she continues to grow and as Sophie continues to grow, those girls are going to become my best friends. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm I'm going to spend most of my time with them, and I hope and pray that 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 is the case, and that they hopefully, you know, feel the same way about me. But, you know, I enjoy doing those things with them. Um, you know, their attitude is ridiculous sometimes. Like the sass is real. I I you know most of the time when I chop their throats because they are just so attitude you know, and that comes with being a girl mom. But something that I have absolutely enjoyed through this, well, I guess they enjoyed, as something that I've tried to, to stay, you know, as a main with, with me, like something that I work on, you know, and I encourage you to do it the same, is that as a mom, when you're dealing with that constant back and forth of your children talking back, and then they, you know, want to be your friend next and whatever, It's important that we, as girl moms, deal with their attitude and sass and kind of put them in their place and let them know, you know, especially whenever talking back, because clearly that's not acceptable, but like letting them know that it's okay for you to have, you know, you, you can be boisterous. You can allow that personality to shine as long as it's not disrespectful, you know, and 
I will tell you, and this goes with just anything, parenting, you know, your finances, your relationships, your business, your everything that you do in life, consistency is going to be important. And so in parenting, especially with girls, being constant in that is super important. You know, if Sophie, you guys may have seen this on some of my live videos before, like she will sometimes join me and she will get carried away and think that she's being bossy or being, you know, Miss Britches. I don't know if that's a word, but like she will, she will do things and you'll hear me call her out and go, no, ma'am, we're not going to do that. That's, that's inappropriate or that's disrespectful. And so I've kind of drawn a line in the sand and told her like, this is acceptable. I don't mind you being, you know, letting your personality shine through, but we're also going to, um, we're going to hold certain values and, um, and keep those important. Uh, I will suggest to you whenever your children are going through things and I'm, I'm consistently learning this. Um, and I have to, it's one of those things that I have to work on myself is being aware of when the appropriate time to call her out. That is, I would say, number one out of everything else that I can tell you today that is the most difficult about being a girl mom is that. You know, I find myself, because you want for your child to, to grow strong. You want your child to um, to not make the mistakes that you made. You want your child to um, just be good. You just, you want for them to be productive. You want for them to succeed. But if you're like me, I often will find myself whenever they make a mistake and I'm like, oh, and I'll like, I'll get on them about it. And my husband, he's so good. Y'all have a good man. He says, be careful. You know, just be careful that what you're doing isn't always redirecting. Be careful that what you're doing isn't always calling her out or letting her know that she's wrong or letting her know that she messed up. Because what happens is the more you do that, and if that's the only thing you do, you break them. You break their mindset. You break their um, their self-confidence, their self-awareness, their ability to think forward, you know, and so we have to often, we have to, um, we have to be intentional about going, ooh, I loved it when you, and then praising them when they do good things, praising them whenever they make good choices, praising them whenever they are dealing with a situation with their sibling or a friend and you realize that they were the bigger person and you go, you know what? I'm so proud of you. I know that that was difficult. The other day we were on our camping trip and Sophie you know, at eight years old, a lot of times they have this very self-centered mindset and you, you kind of have to keep teaching and instilling in them that they should be aware of people that are around them. Well, we were, we were on the camping trip and it was just a simple thing. Like they were, um, my niece came with us and we were, she was playing out there. Sophie and my niece were playing and Caroline, my niece tripped up and fell on some concrete. And Sophie tripped up and fell also. Well, Caroline didn't hit the ground. Sophie did. And Sophie, I watched. And we were at a distance. I I just kind of sat back there and I watched. And Sophie, the first thing out of her mouth was, Caroline, are you okay? And I could clearly see that Sophie had hit the ground, but Caroline had not. And my heart just swelled up. I was so, so, so proud of her because it would have been so easy for her to go, 
oh my gosh, and, you know, be all upset and start crying and just be very concerned about herself, but she didn't. She recognized that someone else could be hurting, and I was so proud, and I walked over to her, and I said, Sophie, and of course, she did start crying after she realized that Caroline was okay, and she realized that she was hurt, and I I walked over there to her, and I, you know, checked on her and made sure she was fine, but I told her, I said, Sophie, I am so, so proud of you. You could have easily ignored Caroline and being more, more, more aware of yourself. I said, but you made the choice to check on her first. And that was a good thing. And sometimes we as parents have to do that. We have to be able to look at our kids and go, they made a good thing. They made a good choice there. Like they could have made the weak choice and and been self-centered or they could have, but they didn't. And when we praise them, when we recognize and give them that motivation it, it really does push them forward and make them want to do it again. And so we have to, and I'm not saying that you can't discipline your child. You have to. I mean, we have to set boundaries for them. We have to let them know that, no, you this is not okay. You can't do this. Or even help them whenever they do fall and mess up. But don't let that be the only thing you do. Make sure that you're praising them. Make sure that you're showing them that that you recognize whenever they do something good. Uh I really, really have, and Ronnie and I, we, we do our best to, and we're not perfect parents. Don't don't get me wrong. You guys, we mess up all the time. Um, but I will encourage you something that, especially being a girl mom, that these that my children, and I know that yours, if you have girls, will, it will value so much. And that's being very intentional with your time with them. Um, you know, y'all know that I am very big on setting my priorities and having them, you know, God first, family second, and then everything else third. And so if that's my priority list and that's the way that I feel that I should run my life, then I what I do, the time that I spend needs to reflect that. And so as a family, we often will make time or try to make a point to spend time together as a family. But not only that, like taking family date days and stuff and going shopping together and going on a trip together and doing, you know, movie dates and stuff like that together. But we also have done, um, we've also tried to make a point to specifically find time where we spend one-on-one with them. Girls and you know, and I, I plan to share some information with you guys about love languages, but girls respond well to having that, um, that focus that we want to, we want to make sure that you're taken care of, that you are centered right now, that it means so much to them. You know, for Riley, particularly, she was the only child for five years. She was our focus for five years. Years. In fact, she was the the only grandchild on both sides, so she was spoiled rotten when Sophie came along. She was literally the only child that got the attention, that got the the shopping trips, and got the dinner. And so, when Sophie came along, it was a, a huge adjustment for her. Maybe you can relate. You've had this sibling rivalry thing where, you know, the new baby comes along, and they don't feel like they're they're the 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 thing anymore. They don't feel like they're the focus, and so. Being intentional about setting that time with them, especially girls, I know it means so much to them. You know, we we do our best to, and we're not perfect again, but we do our best to go out and find things that, you know, we would just spend, you know, Daddy and Riley Day or Daddy and Sophie Day. You know, and that could be even something as simple as Daddy has to run to the store. Do you want to go with me? 
and just taking one of them and having that conversation with them in the car and just talking to them and just letting the focus just be on them, you know, um, being intentional with your time. Something else that just the girls and I love to do, uh, and I've, I've recently started doing that, just even it being mom and the girls or just dad and the girls, you know, sharing that responsibility. I know that in some families you don't have that, um, you don't have that. You're, you're not able to because maybe there isn't a spouse in the picture. Or maybe you are a single mom or you maybe are a single dad. But I encourage you to find a way in some way to make moments where you're intentional. Even that, even if that's just a date night at home with one child. You know, the other one goes out and spends the night with a friend. You make it a big deal that you and the other one are going to have fun at home together. You know, find fun things for them to do. It means so much and it lets them know that you value them, that that they are important. Something else, and this is the last thing I want to share with you guys, is that as being a girl mom, I know that being a boy mom is hard. But being a girl mom is especially hard because women today have a lot more on them than they have in the past. We, you know, we wear our emotions on our sleeves. We are equipped with so much more. Um, Many of us work outside of the home. Many of us, um, you know, run households. Many of us are trying to do all of the things and juggling all of the things. And the best thing that you can do for your daughter is to be the best example. You know, your words, if you're saying constantly, consistently saying, I'm fat or I'm ugly or, you know, I didn't, you know, I'll never measure up to so-and-so. Your daughters are watching you. Your daughters are hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth. And believe it or not, in the future, they're going to be they're going to be exactly where you are today. They're going to be saying the exact same things. You know, if you um, don't take care of yourself, if you are building habits of being lazy, if you're building habits of having a filthy mouth or a terrible work ethic, and I know, I know those are silly examples, but those are things that our children look at and they will eventually emulate. Either you're going to you're going to create a pattern and instill something in them or you're going to turn them completely off, one or the other. So the best thing that we can do is to be the best example for them. You know, we want to raise our children, especially girls, to respect themselves. You know, we don't want for them to be a doormat for other people. We want for for them to be able to show that they are assertive. They are honest. They are hardworking. They are confident. But they also, with that, they're humble. You know, they don't work, work, work really hard and then go, look, it's all about me all the time. You know, it's and that's where, you know, discipline and boundaries come into play, where you are having that constant redirection with them and letting them know that, yes, it's okay to succeed, but it's also okay to fail, you know. So when you when you teach a child or especially a daughter to respect herself, I even think about how you're building and I know for for boy moms this is where they they struggle because they're raising men that are going to become a husband. They're raising men that are going to become um the provider of their house. They're going to be raising the men that are going to lead um and and sh- to to be able to set that tone for their own home. Well, the women us girl moms, you know, we're teaching them. And I don't know if, if you believe like I believe, but in my home, my husband is the head of the house. 
You know, we are a team. We work together. We make decisions together. We don't, we don't undermine what other people are think, what the other is saying or thinking. You know, we do discipline together, but he is the leader. And ultimately, if there is a decision to be made and, and I don't agree, he is the one that's going to set the tone. He's going to be the one that is going to be, um, you know, the one that's going to direct the way our family goes. And so I am, it's my job as a girl mom to raise my daughters to learn that I have to, I have to teach in them that they're going to respect their husband. You know, hopefully I'm going to teach them values so that they're going to choose the best one. I mean, I don't ultimately have control over their choices, but I'm, I want to teach them to make the best choices possible and be as affirmative as they can and be respectful as they can and love themselves as much as possible so that when they choose the person that they're going to spend the rest of their life with, it's someone that they respect and that they are willing to go, yes, I will allow you to run my home. I will allow you to lead me by example. I will allow you to raise my children, you know? So being a girl mom is difficult. We have a lot of responsibility. Um, being a girl mom is fun at times. Um, you know, my plan is hopefully, <laughs> hopefully today, that's my goal, that we're going to go get manis and petties together. And that's fun. But there's also a lot of responsibility. And I hope that something that I shared with you today will resonate and that you will feel more equipped. Um, you will be reminded that, you know, girls are precious. Um, our, our society today is trying to say that women, um, you know, women, and I may turn some of you off on saying this, but you know, women power and women yada yada, you know, and yes, to an extent we do, but we also deserve to be, um, cared for and protected and be able to show the empathy and the love and the emotion, um, that God created us, uh, to have. Uh, towards our homes, towards our families, and things like that. I love you all. I appreciate you for listening. Please, again, don't forget to share this with a friend. um, And um, I will see you guys on the next time. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless.